Good evening, Patriots. And it is Monday, May 2nd in the year 2022. Yeah, and so tonight I got some news, which we're going to see less of MSN Liars, our our really awesome mod. He's going to have to pull away for some time now. He's got some family issues that have come up that are important. And uh, he's giving proper focus to all that. So keep him in here as prayers. He's a he's an amazing friend and an amazing mod here on the channel. And um, he still will be doing his show with Duncan um, this on Thursdays. He's with just kilted Christian, and then he'll be over there with Duncan on Thursdays. But his time demands, he's got so much going on with his family and many other projects going on right now. And I can totally understand, but he's truly been amazing on this channel. So please keep him in your prayers. Before we begin, just a reminder of getting good sleep. Absolutely essential these days with all that's going on. And there is a lot going on. Lots of stresses, lots of craziness. And without good sleep, you're not going to have a strong immune system. So right now is one of the best times ever to get great sleep products. And the best sleep products out there are MyPillow. Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a buy one, get one extravaganza, also known as a BOGO extravaganza, on multiple MyPillow products. And so it's time, as Mike would say, to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. And we know that's true. So right now you can go over and buy one and get one free pricing on MyPillow bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows. Those are awesome. Six-piece towel sets. They rock. And Roll and Go Anywhere my pillows, which are really great for travel and everything else, and so much more. Just go to the Radio Listener Specials page. You scroll on down, you'll see Radio Listener Special Box. Kind of calls out to you at MyPillow.com. And use your promo code. And what's your promo code? Bards, B-A-R-D-S, of course. Or you can call the 800 number, 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939. Don't miss this amazing opportunity to buy one and get one free on select products. And you'll also receive Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase. So again, call 800-975-2939 or go to the radio listener specials box on mypillow.com and use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. Now as well, they're going to be updating the BARDS Nations page with these great specials here real soon too, which is important because since we're BARDS Nation, we like our own special page because we're special kind of people. And these are just good specials. And, of course, everything you're doing, getting here right now, it does literally improve your sleep. I can attest to that. I can attest to that even this morning when I tried to get up at 6 o'clock and didn't get up until 6.30 because that my pillow was calling me going, don't leave. Don't get out of bed yet. And I'm like, oh, man, dude, come on. This is not right. So mypillow.com. And the whispering pillow will keep you there forever. Not really, but it's good anyway. <laughs> All right, so we got some other things going on. SCOTUS is apparently looking at overturning Roe versus Wade. That's a little hanky, though. Don't just be cautious because never in the history of a Supreme Court case has an early write-up of a brief been released. So be cautious. This thing is a major setup. It's either, I, I'm just telling you, it just it stinks to high poo. 
whatever that is. It stinks like poo, though. It's not good because either way, that thing was, that's been a, that's a slidey thing. They're super secret until they release stuff, and now suddenly this write-up got released. Who knows? It may not be what we think at all. You know how these people are. So be prepared. It, 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 there's just such much slime ballery going on. And I'm going to tell you, I really, myself, I am pretty much just at my end of tolerance for this undermining, underhanded, selfish garbage that keeps going on in this country. You know, I was going through a video a little bit ago on the new vertical food program. And these big warehouses that they're growing food vertically and they're bragging about how much, you know, and, and look, there's some good technology in it. I'm not going to say there isn't. Okay. So they're using less water because they're recycling 90% of the water. They're not needing to use pesticides because they don't have any bugs in these environments. All that's all super duper, really high quality, high yield greens. But then you get into like, okay, so who owns the seeds? Well, we know who owns the seeds. It's probably Monsanto. Or they're developing special seeds with CRISPR technology, which is the last thing I ever need. And then they get to the end of the video of all promoting how great this is and how much better it is and how they can be, bring greens to the inner city, which is a big deal, by the way, because having lived in Philadelphia and some other places, it's hard to get good fresh greens because there's no place to grow it, right? It all has to be trucked in. So there, they all, some, there are some positives there. But then they do that little slider in there. It's like, and we can give back the farmland. And then they bring up this little thing. And, of course, this will displace farm families and, and the farm communities will, be, will lose their identity. But is their need really greater than the need of the many? And I'm like, yeah, it is, actually. It's a whole lot better important than the many. And that's just what they're doing. They're, they're sliding this thing in as part of Agenda 2030. And they're calling it now the hard reset. So they're gonna, they are literally going to try to force everybody off the land this is what they've been doing in Northern California with the fires in paradise. They burned them out, and now they can't even get insurance for their homes. I mean, this is all by design. And so they always put these little smooth packagings on it. Like, you can get new greens inside the city. Why do you want to grow in the country? Why do you want to get your hands dirty? Remember what, we, what I said, and it's very important to remember. Every time people start to come up and take control of their food is they they go after the food. So when we look at what happened out of World War II, people were growing victory gardens. About different estimates, 45 in some estimates, as high as 60% of Americans had a garden. and But the, those gardens were growing more food than the national corporate programs. So what did they do after World War II? Well, they started demonizing farms by talking about how bacon and lard and eggs were all causing cholesterol and heart attacks, which was complete garbage. Whole milk was causing heart attacks. You have to go to skim milk, low fat, all these things. So they create the problem, and then they offer a solution. And then, and then it is well, you need to have a you need to have an office job. That's the real sophisticated way of living. And then you don't have to have your hands dirty and be connected with the land. You don't need to be connected to God's earth. Not at all. Please don't do that. Go move to the cities where you can buy margarine instead of butter it's better for you because it's going to have vegetable oil and hydrogenated stuff and we promise it'll make your heart better and of course heart attacks go up and they keep blaming it on bacon and they keep blaming it on milk so the the whole idea of being 
food self-sufficient got wiped out again, and it's happening right now, right on schedule. We're waking up to the reality that we're highly dependent on the food cycle or this food infrastructure. They've known people were waking up to this. So now it's time to sell the idea that bovine farts are going to cause global warming, that farming is causing the arid is causing destruction of the earth, not mentioning the fact that the entire practices that they keep pushing on farmers are what is actually happening. Forcing them to use genetically modified seeds, creating production demands and debt cycles that are so high that farmers have no choice but to grow with petrochemicals. I mean, this, this is the problem. They create the problem and then they offer the solution. Well, the solution is we'll shut down all the farmers, which is exactly what they're trying to do. And then they want to turn the land into greenscapes where the buffalo, and they say this in this video, by the way, the buffalo will return to the land and we can give it back. And it's like, wait, what, wait, wait, wait a minute. Who's giving what land back? We're going to give it back to who? To the earth. It's like, wait a minute. God gave us the land to steward and for us to be responsible for it and to steward it. Now you want to give it, take it away from us and give it back to who? And we know that the who of that is BlackRock and Vanguard. That's just the nonsense. So this this fight, Patriots, is just warming up. But, you know, tonight I was cruising through some scripture, and I came on Daniel 1, starting at 8, and I was pretty surprised at what I discovered when I read this. So I want to read this and see if you discover it, and we'll talk about it, but I want you to hear this. And what's amazing when you just listen to this from the optic of controlling through nutrition, just keep that in mind. Controlling through nutrition. Here we go. Daniel 1.8. But Daniel made up his mind that he would not defile himself with the king's choice food or with the wine with which he drank. So he sought permission from the commander of the, office, of the officials that he might not defile himself. Now God granted Daniel favor and compassion in the sight of the commander of the officials. And the commander of the officials said to Daniel, I am afraid of my Lord, the king, who has appointed your food and your drink. For why should he see your faces looking more haggard than the youths who are your own age? Then would you make me forfeit my head to the king? But Daniel said to the overseer, whom the commander of the officials had appointed over Daniel, Ananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, please test your servants for ten days, and let us be given some vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then let your appearance be observed in the presence and the appearance of the youths who are eating the king's choice food and deal with your servants according to what you see. So he listened to them and in this matter and tested them for 10 days. At the end of 10 days, their appearance seemed better and they were fatter than all the youths who had been eating the king's choice food. So the overseer continued to withhold the cho their choice food and the wine they were to drink and kept giving them vegetables. See, this is not a new problem. They have understood for a long time very clearly that nutrition is at the core of controlling people. And how we eat, how healthy we are, is all centered on what goes in our body temple. 
the war is around food. I think, honestly, the war has been around food the whole time, but we've been being misled. Because when you, matter of fact, I do have a clip here. I'm going to pull it up as we go. And it's this will kind of make my point in another way. So listen to this clip here, 43 seconds. Uh, sunlight reduces the size of internal cancerous tumors. I Can thought sun causes cancer. Well, Everybody actually, says stay out of the sun because it causes cancer. That's right. They did a study at Baylor University where they took two groups of experimental animals. They gave one the standard American diet, which is terrible. They gave the other one a highly nutritious diet. Then they exposed both groups of animals to the ultraviolet rays of the sun. In the group on the standard American diet, 25% got skin cancer. In the group on the highly nutritious diet, not one animal got skin cancer. It's the way we're eating. Skin cancer is a relatively new phenomenon in the last 60 years or so, and yet our ancestors for hundreds of years have been living outdoors, uh, working outdoors, and they didn't get skin cancer. It's a new phenomenon. Isn't that amazing? Skin cancer. Everybody's afraid of the sun now, and the sun's what you need because it's vitamin D. What's the one thing that has stopped the flu? Well, I guess they call it COVID now. Vitamin D. So people hide from the sun. They're afraid of getting skin cancer. The diets that we eat exacerbate that deficiencies. We continue to get sick. Then they give people vaccines, what they call vaccines, which are just bioweapons, which exploit the deficiencies that we have to cause people to get sick, to cause people to get cancers. You have to go to the hospital to get radiation, to destroy your cells, to literally destroy them and break down your bones so that you can live but live weakened and always in fear of getting cancer again. This is the this is the world we're living in. And what we need are our bodies are designed to overcome anything. God gave us an amazing immune system. Gave us a powerful immune system. We have dominion over all the evil of the world, which would include sickness. I mean, I, and that's a, that's a correlation we don't make enough, but it's absolutely true that we do have dominion over all the sickness. So why is it that we keep getting sick? Because, ding, 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 they're poisoning us. It's not complicated, but we sure make it complicated. Behold, I have given you authority to walk on snakes and scorpions and authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing will injure you. The enemy is going to try to make us sick. And it's biblical. It's not new. We are being herded right now like cattle. And it's frustrating to watch. And there's every time they do this, there's increasing numbers of fear. And this is what I'm, I want to just point out. They're trying to make it sound like everybody has no control that they're just going to round everybody up. They're going to force you to eat these vegetables. They're going to burn out your land. Well, okay, but here's the other part of it. If you listen to them, they're like, but we want to restore the land back to the mother nature. What they want is they want to get people to willfully accept their conditions. They're going to blame global warming on farmers. They're blaming global warming on forests that magically erupt. They're blaming global warming on people, the way we farm 
all of the stuff they've created. In the meantime, they're ripping over lithium open pit mines. If you haven't seen the pictures of those, go look up lithium and look at how it's extracted. And then go look at a natural gas drilling rig and see how bad it looks. And I think you'll come to the same conclusion that most normal human beings come to is natural gas is pretty doggone clean, even in the extraction process, though it has a difficult time in the initial phase. Lithium is destructive as all get out. Coltan is another one they use. Coltan was what was at the source of the revolutions and the children's armies in Central Africa. If all of you remember Joseph Coney, that CIA program where they created the Joseph Coney video, which suddenly went viral overnight to like 80 million views on YouTube because they managed to manipulate it with their AIs so they could get the funding in, in their coffers by Congress using social influence so they could send over special forces and other military personnel to go kill a bunch of people so they could get more coltan mines. I mean, that's literally the game, okay? We've not been nice people on the face of the earth. And we continue to get played by these folks. And there comes a point in time that we have to start taking responsibility for the fact that we don't get to just say, okay, I'm given an order. And it's, it can be biblically, biblically established that those that are cowards are going in the lake of fire first. And being a coward is one who can't stand up and say no to the evil. So as the article I read, I've, I've mentioned it on all the shows today, which is this article about the raid on the Amish farm. An Amish, and this is from Natural News, an Amish organic farmer is facing a hefty fine and prison and a prison term for the simple crime of producing clean meat. Amos Miller runs a holistically managed farm in Bird in Hand, Pennsylvania, where he breeds cows, chickens, and pigs. The animals in his century-old farm are bred without the use of chemicals and medications mandated by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. According to Miller, he raises his animals in the way he believes God intended and then to be raised in accordance with nature. However, a federal judge ordered that the Amish farmer to cease and desist all sales of his organic meat. The same magistrate has also ordered Miller to pay a $250,000 for contempt fine for contempt of court last summer. He added that the farmer needs to pay an initial 50000 as good faith payment to avoid jail. That would be called extortion. To make matters worse, armed U.S. marshals raided his property, farm store, and freezers at the behest of the federal judge. They took an inventory of all his meat to ensure he will no longer be able to sell or slaughter any more animals. There you go. Now, why would they go after the Amish? One, because they're devout Christians. And this Luciferian power group that's running this world hates Christians. Two, because the Amish don't believe in they're, they are conscientious objectors. They don't believe in violence, so they don't carry guns. Three, because he's a, it hits a dual sword. It strikes at the Christian community. It also strikes at farmers across the nation. 
to remind them that you will comply to the federal rules or you will pay a price. So the thing that's important to remember is it's all against the law. He was running a private membership association, PMA. But what people fail to understand is when a government's like this, you can pray all you want, you can do all you want. If they're, What their goal here is more than anything is to incite fear. And they've done this and they choose a small farmer that they know won't fight back. The Amish are not going to take this or I don't expect them to take this to court as they should, but they probably won't because they don't honor the laws of man. They honor the laws of God. And at the same time, what has happened here is they've shut down a small farmer, which has now sent warnings to all the other farmers that are going to try to do this to stop growing clean meat. Because protein right now, is they're at war to wipe out proteins. They culled 3.5 million chickens in incubation. They just burned them. They just did that. And they just keep wiping out stocks and stocks of the proteins. And if you look at who owns these facilities, it's people like Purdue and Tyson. So you have to ask yourself, like, why is that happening? Why is Purdue and Tyson going along with this? Well, your clue is vertical agriculture again. This fourth industrial revolution agriculture, they have to modernize. And they're behind the power curve. So how do they modernize? Well, you've got to get rid of the old. How do you get rid of the old? You burn it down. You say, there is a fire at the plant. Oh, my goodness. Then you use things like bird flu and you say, oh my goodness, I have to cull my, own, my whole stocks. And so you would use those things so that then you can justify the using the insurance payoff. You can justify rebuilding, letting go of your workforce, creating robotically based plants, manufacturing facilities, I should say, for food that now you're using genetically modified everything and you're growing stuff in Petri dishes instead of real food. This is literally what's going on, and this is truly the Build Back Better program, which the agriculture people refer to it as the hard reset, meaning they're going to stop doing what they were doing and completely reset into a new place. So back to the Amish farmer. Why is that important? Because there's a growing number of people, like we were talking about just a little bit ago, that are defying the, this and getting back to God's way of eating and God's way of raising things. So they're going to become a target. And, you know, this is a very important principle to understand is the only way we're going to get win this fight of food is that more and more people have to do it. I know I beat on this drum. Well, I did promise you I'd do it, so I don't feel bad about it. But I, I do beat this drum almost every night in every show, which is you need, you need to grow food, literally sow seeds. And it's not just for you, and it's, it's part of it, but you're also doing it to maintain the supremacy of food sovereignty for us all, for God's children. Each one of us has that responsibility to continue to grow and diversify, save seeds, learn the old ways. That's literally the ancient paths. And when you do that, you're able to literally help preserve the, the biodiversity that's needed because these people are also sucking up genetic patents. And what they're trying to do is to keep seeds off the market increasingly and so that the only seeds that you can acquire, eventually they're going to try to make it so you can't even get seeds. Now, I say this because I say eventually they're going to try. 
They're not going to succeed if we defy. And mathematically, it doesn't work out. But they do believe that they can. And at least what they're trying to do is convince people that they can. And that's kind of the key thing. Convince people that they can do it and people believe it. And that's it. So this is where we are right now in this country is a potential food shortage. It's not going away. We've got 27 food processing plants that have been destroyed. It isn't going to magically reset itself. This is I, I just can't stress this enough that in the midst of this, of when we go back to this whole concept of white hats in control, military in control, there's a lot of that narrative going on right now, a lot. And what concerns me is, and I, I've said this over and over, and is the principle that there's nobody in the political spheres, nobody in military leadership, nobody that is speaking out on this that's saying the simple thing, Americans, patriots, grow some food. You're not seeing it in any of the key leadership out here. Everybody's obsessed with the political issue. It took long enough for a few key leaders just to even acknowledge that COVID was killing people or the vax was killing people. And now we're at the next crisis, but nobody wants to talk about it. And when you don't want to talk about something or bring it to the forefront, the big question you need to always ask is why? What's the motive? I believe that there are a lot of people out here that think that the new form of agriculture, of vertical growing agriculture in warehouses, is a good idea. I'm not one of them. And the reason I'm not one of them is because there is no way in these environments that they can fully replicate the nutritional base of a healthy soil. They can't do it. A healthy soil medium. That also said... There's knowing who owns these facilities, BlackRock, Vanguard. There is nothing good about those evil empires. And they're all going to be based on a petrochemical of some fashion. We need, in our sense, to get back to controlling the food, not having somebody control it for us. And that's the ultimate thing right there, is in this whole fourth industrial revolution, it's always the same thing. They're selling convenience and trying to sell the idea of not having to take accountability or be responsible for the basics of your life. Like, don't worry about food. Someone else will handle it for you. Don't worry about your house. Someone else will build it for you. Don't worry about power. Someone else will generate it for you. Don't worry about money. We'll give it to you. You just do whatever you want to do. You, We all know that's nonsense. It doesn't work that way. And yes, this is the picture they're painting. Robots will take care of you. Robots will grow your food. Robots, robots, robots. It's like, okay, but who's going to, how's that return on investment going to happen? Because these plants that they're building are about $100 million a piece with these warehouses. Somebody has to buy the food. Somebody has to, when they sell it, somebody has to buy seed to grow. Somebody has to buy the equipment. Investors are putting their money in. And let me tell you, when you get into any sort of farming model and you start dealing with investors and return on investment, there's no more independence and there's no more goodness left. 
something to keep in mind. We're going to have to look at this problem differently in terms of how God would want us to. And it literally, to me, the first and, and most obvious step is that God would want each one of us to sow seeds. And to do that in any capacity, whether it's in a barrel or in a bag growing situation or in trays or in your backyard or if you have land to grow on. The more that we do this, the more that we do not comply to their system. But you can see already that the con- this is continuing to be a bifurcation in the world. They're trying to make cities, which is interesting because the cities have turned out to be complete bowels of the, of the entire world. It's the, it's the sewer pits. Inner city Portland, San Francisco, L.A., Chicago, Atlanta. You name it, New York. They're just... They're just junk holes. Baltimore, Boston. Who wants to go there? I know people think they do, but I mean, it's literally, it's it's wretched in these places, lifeless. So what they're trying to do is trying to turn these into the Internet of Things cities or everything is tagged and tracked. They're going to push people out and kind of turn them into city-states again. And the city-states will have their own food and they'll all be super healthy food for the slaves that live there. Sounds a whole lot like Daniel again, doesn't it? They are not stopping on their agenda, is my point of this. And there's no indications that there's anything slowing down. So that leads always to the same question I have is, and it's worth asking, Because there's a lot of anomalies that are happening in our world that are worth asking questions about. Don't ever stop asking questions. Like where are where are all the A-listers? And and I'm not doing I'm doing this rabbit trail here for a minute, so bear with me because I want to point out something. Where are all the A-listers? We haven't heard from them for months. Why do we have so many actors that have suddenly decided to retire early? Where's Tom Hanks? Where's Meryl Streep? They just I could go on a list of people. Where are they? Okay, and where's where's Comey? And where's Brennan? And where's Clapper? I could go on a list of those. The first instinct by everybody that they'll always say is, well, they, they're dead. Okay. There's no solid proof of that. That's an assumption. There's absolutely zero solid proof of that. But nonetheless, it's a crazy anomaly, especially since their Twitter accounts are dead. There's been no activity on any of their social media accounts. They have all but disappeared. So you could draw a number of conclusions. You could say, well, if you're one of those believes in off-world stuff, you could say, well, maybe they went off-world to live on Mars. Maybe they went on Elon Musk's rocket and they flew up there with his Tesla that's floating around in space. (laughs) All green screen, but that's okay. Maybe they've gone into a bunker. Or maybe they're in a Gitmo cell. Who knows, right? My point is, we know that there's some strange anomalies going on here. And we also know that there's tremendous effort been put in and developments in deep fakes, AI insertions. There's even some incredible technologies that deal with biosynthetics. 
I'm just looking at some stuff today of these new robots that are coming out that I mean, they are like of a whole new crazy level. So we understand very freely, very clearly, we understand that what's happening here is something is going on around the outside. That's my point of all this. There's some anomalies happening here, which leads people to constantly draw the conclusion of militaries in control, white hats are in control, whatever. Okay. Might be nice. Maybe it is. I don't know. Can't prove it. I'm not going to run with it. And it would be a fool's errand to to put your, all your weight in hope because you don't win a war on hope. You win a war on tactics and strategies and tactics. So to understand my perspective is it's not saying it's not happening. It's saying that it's hope. And hopium is deadly because then people start drawing all sorts of crazy stories like they're burning the plants, this, the white hats burning the food plants down so that they can save us from the poisoned food. It's like, wow, that one just went right, right off the cliff. Okay. But we come back to the reality of if white hats are in control and if all this stuff is military's in control. Then, and we're and it, let's just run that narrative like they're going to create this new great world. What is that world going to look like? And what's concerning is how many people still believe in this global warming. How many people still believe in COVID? How many believe that farmers need to be put out of business? How many people believe that eating meat is bad? They want to go vegetarian. There's a lot of them. And this is very concerning because if people are left to decide their own fate right now, we don't have unity. We have bifurcation. What we know is that when we start to put our hands back in the earth and we start to tend to our own means and we start to take responsibility, when you start to get active in growing your own food again, there is something that actually does happen that you can't avoid no matter how hard you try. And that's a growing and continued growing appreciation and love in God. It happens. So that should explain everything as to why they continually, it doesn't matter what side of this Luciferian order is trying to take control, none of them want you tied to God, so none of them ultimately want you growing your own food. The fourth industrial revolution is all about getting God out of the world. That we know. A lot of people took that jab. <laughs> There's a lot of zombies, man. It's like, where's the zombie apocalypse? Is it coming? It's like, no, it's already here. It's all around you. They just haven't started eating your cat yet. I keep telling you, man, when you're, the day your neighbor comes out and starts eating your cat, get the shotgun. This is not a joke. Zombie apocalypse is alive. It's crazy. So, Again, if you're going to do the military's in control, for those that are out there, it's like, okay, so I guess the military's in control, and it therefore sacrificed a whole bunch of its soldiers taking the injection, including the female soldiers who have been aborting or having spontaneous abortions, loss of fetuses, and, and, and inability to get pregnant because of that injection. So that would tell me the white hats were, if that was the truth, white hats were some pretty evil people. See that that's this is the whole anomalies you just you have to kind of work through these scenarios to really get to it because what we're tending to do always is we want to seek a hope 
in a Savior. There is one. His name is Jesus. And at some point, he's coming. But he didn't tell us to sit on your butt and twiddle your fingers and go, okay, just hang out till I get there. Don't worry, people. Just hang out. Read some Q. Do whatever you want to do. If you want to eat some popcorn, go ahead and do that. That's not, that isn't what Jesus told us to do. And this, to me, is why it's such an unbelievable gift of what God has given us right now. Because we're truly seeing the entire world illusion being shredded. And the deeper we push into God and the closer we walk with Jesus, it's like, man, this <laughs> the more we see of this world, the more we're kind of like, whoa, either I hope you get here quick or something, because this place is worse than I ever thought. <laughs> you look around these days and you're like, I actually sometimes just ask, it's like, did I wake up on the same planet? Because I thought last night when I went to bed, I was on earth. But when I woke up this morning, I'm not sure where I arrived. Because there are some crazy things. I watched a thing today, and I would like to think that this was humorous, okay? I'd like to think that. The problem is the nose earring was real, and the earrings on in, on the in the ears were real, and the Makeup and some of the tattoos were real. So I'm trying to ask myself a question, what I really watched. But it was a dude that was identifying as a cat. And I'm not kidding it. I'm not kidding. And I was like, wait a minute. I don't know whether, I, I want to laugh. I want to laugh. I just don't know if I if it's real. But if it's real, I still have to. Oh, you! I think I have it here. Wait a minute. Oh, you're gonna have to hear this. You you have to suffer through this. Hang tight. Here it goes. Fifty three seconds of the craziest you're gonna enjoy. Here it goes. Okay, turfs, coming to you from the USA. There are a couple of things that you gotta understand. I identify as fish, fishes, shark, and eel, depending on which day of the week. Now y'all gotta understand this, okay? It don't matter if you get it wrong, as long as you educate yourself and learn, learn from it. Say, I'm really sorry for getting the pronouns wrong. I won't care, but don't the fuck let it happen again. What y'all got to understand is when this earring is on here on a Tuesday, it means identify as they, them. If my nose ring is not in, it means on Thursday, I don't identify as anything at all. You got to understand that. Y'all got to understand that. <laughs> Sorry for the language. I forgot he had the F-bomb in there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I am telling you, I am I am telling you right now, it was, yeah, that I think somebody just wrote this, and I'm going to grab it because it's good. It was grass-fed salmon. <laughs> it was grass-fed salmon. I. This is when I, literally, there's days I get up, I see stuff like this, and I'm like, God, am I still on earth? It, 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 did, did you stick me in the middle of the Wizard of Oz movie or something? What happened overnight? Come on, tell, talk to me. What happened? We're, we're in a bizarre place right now. There's, no, there's really no explaining. Oh, there's no explaining this. What has happened to people? We all know what's happened. 
they have literally been eating the food and they've been taking the vax and they've left God on the curb. And that's what you get right there. So patriots, <laughs> on that note of insanity, all truthfulness here, let us just be blessed and be honoring to God for all he does give us and the amazing world that we have. Let's ask for the ancient paths. Right now, I'd take them. God, please give me the ancient paths because I'm running. The minute you open that pathway, I'm running towards the ancient paths. Let us just be so blessed. Let it, make sure and thank, have a conversation with Jesus. And I, I really mean this in all sincerity. Have a conversation with Jesus. Take some time just to thank him for the sacrifices that have been made for us. This lunatic, these lunatics that are out here, they're, they're not wandering in a desert. They're just, they're in the lake of, on the edge of the lake of fire. But we have an amazing world around us because we're able to see it so clearly. And God's giving us the head up, heads up that there is something massive coming at us. And we know what it is. They're going to try to manipulate a food shortage. They're going to try to manipulate crises. But we're not getting caught off guard anymore. We see it coming. So we would be fools not to prepare. In effect, what he's done is he's given us the sight of Joseph. And think about what a profound gift that is. Because we're able to see truly what's just ahead of us. Because they're telling us, and we're seeing it, and we're hearing it. God's saying, look, there it is. What are you going to do? If, you, if we decide to sit it out and do nothing, then we're going to pay a price. And it won't be by God's hand. It'll be by our own stupidity. But we have a tremendous gift being given to us right now. And with everything that we see, we are equally in a place where we have the opportunity to extend the hand of Christ and the glory of Christ and the love of Christ everywhere in our life to leave the crumbs for people to follow. Those are good things. And the greatest part about all of that is as we all begin to put our hands back in the earth to sow seeds and to get back to the origins of providing for ourselves, that connection, that purpose, that powerful relationship with God grows exponentially. It's absolutely amazing. It's a time to be blessed and to celebrate, even as crazy as the world is. Stay away from the grass-fed salmon. Patriots, let's pray. Father, we are here tonight just humbled and a little bit at points in awe of the level of crazy that's in our world right now. But what we do know is that through all of this, you're with us and you're guiding us and you're giving us an amazing gift, a gift to see clearly, to truly see what's before us, for us to know that this world is not as we thought it was, that truth that we walk keeps us away from the pitfalls and the traps that they're being set to constantly snare us into the wide gate. And we know that this narrow gate is a difficult path to climb, a difficult path to life. Yet that's what we pursue. So, Father, we, we accept all the challenges before us. 
Lord, thank you for all the clarity given, eyes to see, ears to hear. We pray for the increased opportunities to reach others, to extend the glory of all that you have and and given us, the love and those offerings that allow people to follow that path to discover Jesus for themselves. Guide us and protect us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Good times. I will say this. this there is a point when I hope that this Mario Garand stops. And when it does, if there's still some of these crazies on that train, I'm probably going to slap a couple of them. Just, just because I'm going to be like, I just had enough. Take the earrings off the right ear and the left ear, and you are not a fish. But we'll get there. Patriots, make sure you stay strong in all this. Stay focused. And be warriors. This is a time when it is easy to give in to a lot of the pressures and feel like the world can get too big. We're bigger than the world. Never forget that. We've been given dominion. God gave us that authority. And that's a beautiful thing. And as we reclaim that strength and that glory over all things, this is pretty straightforward. What we're looking at is the zoo, and we're actually the zoo keepers. So that's about how that needs to go. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up. God has all sorts of wisdom, and he's sharing it every day. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, fearlessly for just such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tomorrow afternoon for Bended Knee. Until then or until the next time. God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. All this time we had to prove that we could stand here too. All the nights been pushing through, fight for all we had to lose. Reaching out for something to pull us up to level ground. Oh, I can see it now. I can see it now.
sets down over the hill where the lost got found. Reaching through somehow, oh, you're an island when the world is too loud. When the seasons change, I know the space between us will stay the same. Resting on this faith when your soul answers calls far away. Thank、you.